What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Addicted Fishing Podcast. We're in the house today with Cameron and one of our longest sponsors ever. Jake the man. From Short Bus Flashers. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, I'm excited. And he, he showed up with some uh, some uh, treats, some prizes, and a bag full of goodies that I've never seen before. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> From the Stay Fishy episode, everybody. We're going to use that sound effects a lot. Dramatic moments. Dun, yes. dun, dun. <laughs> now, we finally got JT in the house up here today. I had to convince him to uh, come up and... Uh, Join us for our live feed and do a podcast by uh, saying I was going to take him out steelhead fishing. Unfortunately, the on Noah's Ark, we're fishing in the trees. No, unfortunately, on uh, Monday night, though, the mountain that we fished by decided to get about nine and a half inches of rain in a 24-hour period. So, unfortunately, we did not do any steelhead fishing, and we figured, well... The Columbia is only going from five feet to eleven feet in the next three days. Let's it's go try for a spring for seventy-two <laughs> hours straight. I swear, like, it has not stopped. It's it's unbelievable. Bad timing too, right in the. I was gonna right say in the best time to go steelhead well, fishing. Yeah, we needed it though, but it was forecasted to be an inch and a half. So I was telling JT, I'm like, you know, Wednesday is gonna be like awesome, but out might be a little few, <laughs> a few yes. more days later. This but wave out, literally. It's a little higher than we were expecting. No, even when we were on the Columbia today, we were, you know, figured, what the heck, this is the only option, the only place we can find some green water, and it won't be, by the time you guys are hearing this, it's going to be completely gone, but you could even see, like, tide was incoming, but you could tell the river was going up, like, it probably went up, you know, three, four, five feet while we were there, and it's... Mm-hmm. It'll be out, but the, like you said, the timing kind of sucks, but the reality is, is like afterwards, like we're at least going to get one hell of a finale for Steelhead and these warm temps. The Columbia went from 40 degrees to about almost 44 and a half in a week. Hmm. So, and that's like with, you know, channel water and Willamette water going in. So I think uh, things are going to be in really good shape in just a few days. And give you a lot of options for a lot of different fish. That's well, right. This, this uh, kind of, oddly enough, leads into... Talking about warmer water temperatures, uh, you have some new flashers that might just be working for 360 fishing in a little bit warmer water temps this year. Oh, there he goes again. Everyone just not supposed to. No, 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 no. I just totally messed it. Everyone, 360 fishing equals warmer water temps. And I can abhorrently disagree. Okay. Oh, okay. Clear. Perfect. Clear. All right. Clear water equals good 360. But maybe we should ask JT what his opinion on that because he's or, he's the only one here sitting at the table who's hooked a Springer this year. It was an accident, but <laughs> just saying. No, he just this this early in the season, to your point, Jordan, there when everybody says that the water's too cold, we figured what the heck, where the odds of catching one in February are pretty low. Let's go ahead and throw a 360 out there and try a couple of new colors. And lo and behold, I found out that I can't tie hooks, but at least I hooked a fish. <laughs> so... Just that wire leaders, feel. wire leaders. I'm going to wire leaders. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> just, <laughs> just harpoon cord. That's yes. all we're gonna need. No, but that was so the conditions. So, but let's talk about those conditions then a little bit, and then let's talk about maybe the flasher. Because I have a feeling you were probably trying something a little different than what you were throwing around or what you've now seen. Ex- explain to my my ignorance though. I would feel like a flasher covering more ground would probably be better in dirty water. Some uh, that's. Right, that's you know to the contrary of what I'm thinking. Obviously, now, I just want to hear. I want to hear. I'm not arguing or anything. I just want to know, like, what do you guys think? I would think that a, a flash, like a 360, you think water clarity makes that bite better, or is it vice versa? So to me, well, do you want to answer that, JT, or you want me to go? So I guess there's a couple of different 
different schools of thought there. Okay. The, your, your flasher can work for the water clarity, yes. Uh-huh. But then there's also the second theory of what's the temperature of the water, what type of flasher do I use? Mm-hmm. So the colder the water, generally you want to go slower to give the 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 springers, which are more of a lethargic fish than the fall fish. Gotcha. So you're trying to do a slower presentation. So the idea is speed at this point. Exactly. So you want to have the triangles, which you're generally can run a little bit slower and wait till the three sixties till you're at least 45 to 50 degree water temperature. And then Mm -hmm. you can move a little bit quicker. Gotcha. Um, As for the turbidity and things like that, again, you want it in their face a little bit longer. So Again, back to the slower, mm-hmm. the slower speed. That thing's whipping by them. They don't even get a chance to see the spinner. Exactly. Like two feet of, of water viz, and you have a foot and a half long leader. Yeah. Well, my theory is like, you know, two years ago before they closed COVID, the Columbia River was 38 degrees before Washington, in their ever so infinite wisdom, shut down fishing. Thank God, because COVID was coming out. And, you know, I'm just so glad we lost that six weeks. Um, I'm not going to go down that road. You're not bitter still, are you? I'm not bitter still, but just shows that, you know, sometimes state managers don't make the right decisions. Anyways, that year, we had a really low, clear, cold Columbia. I was doing warm-up trips, and the visibility was 7 to 8 feet. Water was 38 degrees on my finder, and I didn't catch a lot of fish. I think I caught three, but I did catch three fish. Granted, I only catch, caught four, you know, before they closed it, but I caught three fish on 360 in spinners, not not three sixty in bait, three sixty in spinner, thirty eight degree water. Um, there's some situations as we go further up river in the spring that where we have dirty water right outside of clear water, clear water tributaries, where once we get into that clear water, talk to some of the guys that fish those. We're talking like up river, um, where if you have that clear water, they can see it, and I think it has to do with how we as anglers fish three sixties. And the reason why is because when a springer, when you have dirtier water, springers will run on the bottom, you know, and when you have heavier water, right? Or you know, or if you know where springers are running, exactly where they're running, you can target them much easier with a triangle. You let the lead drag on the bottom. It's always in their face. It's a lot more difficult to do that with a 360. Not saying that it can't be done, but when you can just put a 360 quote unquote, close to the bottom and let it rip. And a fish can then see it and make a move five to eight feet versus him sitting in a two foot box and you have to put it, he's, his belly's in the dirt just about. And then the triangle's got to drag that bait right in front of him. Like, and you got, and he's in a little tiny box. If I put that 360, five, six feet above him, even with the f- amount of flash that JT puts on his, on his 360s, like if that fish doesn't see it, he don't know it's there. And so I think a lot of it always, so what I have found is that wherever, wherever I've been at, if I have good visibility and I can fish a 360, at least relatively close to a fish and make him move for it, he will move for it. And then if you want to take it one step further, look at what the 360 stuff goes on, like in like the Puget Sound in the wintertime, you know what I mean? You start looking at those fisheries, that water temperature is in the low forties and they're, you know, of course they're feeding Chinooks. I guess it's a little different, but one thing you have there again is the clarity that they can see it. So I, I've always kind of thought like, you know, I mean, with the triangles, keeping it in the dirt, dragging it by them, that seems to work. And then like, let's, let's be honest, like the second that, and what we do see though, or at least in some of our fisheries, Portland is as the year goes, we tend to get clearer water and we tend to get those suspending fish. And then they get a lot more susceptible to 360. It also is coincidentally when the water warms up, 
Same thing with buoy 10, obviously. Right. 70 degrees right. or we're ripping them. So I, I, and, but like I said, you fall back to some of those springtime situations. And if you get the clarity, you get super serious fishing. And I think there's always been a misnomer too that um, you couldn't pull bait behind a 360 just because they wouldn't spin. And I think if you know how to spin a herring or anything like that, then that's even a better recipe for springers too. They're, they're more of a bait fish. Oh, for sure. They definitely, I mean, yeah, springers are eaters. They still have their stomachs for a couple more months versus those fall fish that just want to lash out at a spinner. But like you said, too, as I, and, you know, we talked about this a little bit in the boat today about, you know, not being afraid of running bait. And it does take some trial and error because you can't just, I don't think you can just put, you know, any old cut plug and, you know, you know, depending on your sizes and how many hooks and stuff like you can't just, you got to kind of play with it a little bit, but I think the guys that are eventually going to figure out, at least on the Springer situation, where, you know, bait works really good for Springers, <laughs> short bus super series flashers work really good for Springers. Uh, why not use both? Why not use both? Exactly. We've all seen the old the old cut plug, the old Brads right behind that flasher do a lot of work throughout the year. So, a so lot we, of options. We switch over to the to the tuna packed ones like the Brads mm-hmm. once the smolts start coming out there because they'll tear your bait apart. So that's right. that's the other trigger for for at least in my boat there is when we'll jump to the hardware, the the Brads and spinners and stuff like that too. But you, like I said, being the only guy at the table that's hooked one, like you said, it was an accident. It was an accident. It was, it was, it was an accident. Get lucky. Did you feel bad for the fish? So honestly, I didn't want to get my hands smelly with this with the stinky because <laughs> the Springer you, mask. On, admit it, Springers yeah. are a little oily, a little greasier. Nobody yeah. likes that on their hands anyway. So you gotta wash it. It's, it's, it's probably better that way. <laughs> when you net them, you gotta like yeah. the scales get all over in the boat, make the boat dirty. You it's don't. Just, want, you it's don't just awkward. It. Your hands shaking and high fives. It's just you don't want that that early in the season. No. It just sets it off on the wrong pace. So it's probably better that way. You don't like, want to make anybody feel bad about themselves. No, no. <laughs> right, you want to be like me, who's tried twice now. Admittedly, have tried twice. Dallas not touched one, so you want to make guys like me feel better. What's What's good though is everybody was very supportive on my <laughs> hook tying abilities. There, I mean, I just learned to tie hooks this year, so I obviously going to have a couple of failures once in a while. So I'm I appreciate everybody's support on how to tie hooks. So I need to work on. Did that. you do, you, did you do the triple pretzel? Cool. Is that what you did I'm on that trailer hook? I, I must have went <laughs> clockwise versus counterclockwise, and I didn't spit on it three times. So. Uh. <laughs> Four dun, times dun, for good dun, measure. Dun, <laughs> dun, <laughs> but you hooked one. I hooked one. 360 bait. 360 bait. Even if What was the water work. temperature? 41, dun, I believe. Dun, dun. I know. It's crazy. No, They're 45 not only. And the other 45 bad, only. The other bad part, though, is we were running triangles and 360s at the same time, and I don't think that's legal in some states <laughs> <laughs> from what I've heard. I don't know. They don't work together is what I've heard, but... Something oh, they do. Uh-huh. Oh, shoot, they do. Dang. They do. What was the clarity? Lots. Um, it was actually a lot because obviously we didn't get the nine inches of rain that we mm-hmm. had this week, but a little bit better, yeah. Yeah. Better. Were you suspended or off the bottom? Uh, right on the bottom. <laughs> right on the bottom. <laughs> yep. You still went for the 360. Went for the oh, 360. Gosh. I know where I can get more of them if I were to actually <laughs> lose them, so <laughs> I'm a little bit riskier than some people like to be. Yeah, that is fair. That is fair. No one likes to lose their favorite short bus no. super series. They are in hard demand. They are in tough demand, though. Again, this year, it's absolutely amazing that we can't figure out this whole supply chain deal. But someday we'll get it figured out there. Once the COVID and everything's over with there, maybe we'll all get back to normal. Right. Last year before fall season, I think I hit you up like in May. And I was like, yep, 
go ahead and send an order of, I don't know, I think I ordered like 60. Might have been more than that. I think it was more than that. Six. <laughs> Might have been more than that. Chrome, you know, different variations of, of chrome flashers. And I got this beautiful, giant box of, of everything from, I don't know, can't remember, Ice Queens to Vixens to Silver Bullets, all the, all the good chromey ones. Gave you some options. Gave me some options. But then you, being the, the, uh, I don't know. I don't know what what, what word I'm going to use. Right here. Yeah, we see him right here. Yeah, <laughs> I say he's in swinging distance. But then you decided to come out with something new, and I've seen this new 360 flasher. It's it, and it's, it's going it's to be it's going to be amazing. I think I'm very excited for it. Um, still still waiting for dates and all of that, but it's I'm excited. It's out there. It's, it's going. Out there. You're letting people you know. World. I've had a couple people already put their orders in there. And I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm keeping a little notepad there. So. For the rec- for the record, at the end of the fishing trip today, I was we were fishing with what four other guys. Four we were other fishing guys, four guides yeah. today, and uh, they're like, "Oh, I want twenty. I want twenty five. And I'm like, "JT, I'm like, I will just order a hundred from you right now. Let's get this out right now. That's and then right. I'm going to order a hundred from you right now, and then I will take care of these dudes because I fish with them every day. It's going to get ugly really fast." But you ordered a lot of them because they are that significant. I hope so. I think they I are. Hope so, want to tell people what it is? No, I'm. <laughs> you have to tell people what it is now. Can we tell them on this? Yeah, absolutely. We're gonna tell them on the live feed too. Okay, and we're gonna show them on the live feed. So we have finally have a prototype in hand of a Chrome 360 Super Series Flasher, and I'm very excited about it. Only That's two. In my hands there, and they look beautiful. I I'm so excited with the the quality and there. I it's it should be a great addition to the line. You guys, this thing is a when he says chrome, you're like, oh, he makes chrome ones. No, 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 no. This thing is a full, pure chrome. You said they were dipped. They're dipped. They're dipped They're chrome. Dipped. The depth and the coloration, like you know, like you can see different very like chrome is not chrome. It's not at all. It's different depths. You have different tones on it there. This is. Um, this was a lot of work, and that's why it's taken a little extra longer is to try and get it to, to my, to my specifications on there. It's I want to be very picky with what I put out. And guys, I can tell you from seeing this thing in hand, it is absolutely gorgeous. It Thank will you. change. I think the way we kind of approach and and, and honestly, I'm just going to be honest with all you guys out there. For years, like I would take full mirror chrome stickers and put them on your blanks and mirror out. Some flashers as we, well. We compared that. We, you we had one the, of those out there. You <laughs> compared it to there. It was pretty close to what it looks no, like. No, but, but mine, mine looked like crap compared yeah. to what to what <laughs> you just you just made. And so that's why I'm real mad because now I'm gonna have to sit and stare at that box. If I don't know, there's probably 50 of them left in there because you know, just like anything this day and age, if you want to have that product or you want to have that certain bit, you gotta have it. You gotta get it you early. Gotta get it. But uh, now I've got to get a whole another freaking color, or another I guess type type. I don't know. I don't know. Another style? Style. Let's style. style. Different style, style of a 360 flash. And like I said, guys, they look absolutely amazing. Thank you. We're it, shooting end of end of June, early July is when we're expecting them in. They got a little delayed, so. I like everything. And they might even get delayed then, too. So I'm just going to put out this announcement now because I know one of JT's concerns was do not bug him 
you will know. Don't call yeah. everybody. When they are available. I will, I will let you know, definitely. They will be out. Well, um, just, our people call your people. Yeah. Just <laughs> put it put it on your radar. I was joking with him. I'm like, I'm like, I'm gonna call them tomorrow and see if they're there yet. <laughs> are we there yet? No. So let's not do that to poor JT because he's letting all of us know there's that there's on the radar, but we should have it for the fall fisheries, which will be big. I mean, obviously we're gonna do plenty of three sixteen in the spring and summer, but it's a super exciting new product. Thank you. I'm excited for it. Not to mention, too, um, you've got some new blade colors. Now, what's what's the story on the blades? The the trolling spinners, we're actually trying a little bit different there. We have a, a new metallic orange base that we're playing with. A um, little, bit, little bit iffy on it when I first started looking into it there, but the first tests that were sent over, the color is like a very vibrant copper color. Mm-hmm. And I thought, this is going to be amazing in dirty water or just with that extra shine for the for the fall fish on there. I'm it turned out really, really well. So it is the very nuclear glow to it almost. Yeah. And it enhances whatever else, what other whatever other colors that seem to be on those blades. Just from the few examples that I've seen here, it's instantly came in drooling. What's the time frame? Is it the same thing, July? Same, okay, same so thing fall. There. So yeah. something something yeah. to keep in mind too. And Still I'll be fall. honest with you, I've tried using some of the um, candy oranges um, from some of the local not the local, but some of the paint supplies around here. I haven't touched anything that is that, like you said, vibrant. Like you said, it looks like a nuclear copper. Mm-hmm. Ooh, call yeah. it that. Nuclear, Ooh, nuclear copper. copper. So we've got, now. we're going to have blades in. <laughs> we're, we're supposed to have blades here in probably about another 60 days because I can get those sent out. I'm just still trying to work on the tubing for the, the pre-twisted ones. So the blades, once they come out there, then I'll You'll see the blades right away. Really excellent patterns. You got a half pink, half yellow dot. You've got Begrudgingly, I know some guy painted some up there and said, "Hey, you should take a look at this." So, and then you've got a pink me. and blue, which I'm excited to try that orange foil on there because I, I mean, I know those cohos out in the ocean love that pink and blue. Yeah, dang it, you're pushing me into a corner on this. One. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be I'm better totally than better. you think. It's gonna be. I think. I think it's, it's gonna, it's gonna slay. You but you've got some beautiful <laughs> colors there too. And one last product you've. I know you got Jordan super excited on mm-hmm. when you when you walked in the door here. Had to butter up the big guy in the corner over here. So we're also going to step into the steelhead world and and throw some spinners out there also. So four different sizes to start: four, four and a halfs, and fives. Um, four four different colors, I believe. So yes, I yeah. like I like starting simple like that because going to it's it's funny how you take that same fish that comes out of the big river and goes into the small river and you start going simpler and simpler on your designs and stuff. But I've loved what I've seen so far. And as soon as he walks in, of course, he's getting nine different opinions on what everybody thinks about him, but they're going to fish well. And I'm excited to get him. I hope so. I hope so. Got a bunch of UV on there, extra flash. Really bright. Put some some nice polish on it there. It'll just be so relieving to have something on the market where we can just go and buy it. It, that that's the biggest that's thing. A big that's thing. the biggest thing for me is that that style of spinner, that that torpedo body spinner is one that isn't effective all the time, but something you need to have all the time. You know, and it's and it's for I can't. That's probably the biggest question I've been asked since we've the first addicted tutorial ever was, where do you get that spinner? Yeah. <laughs> I said, you don't. <laughs> you don't. You don't. This you guy don't. Has, has a great sales strategy. He's never has them in, and uh, you can't buy them. So, but I'm excited to be able to to push people towards them and be able to go out and and get a good quality spinner that they're going to get to go have fun with. It's, yeah. it's they're nice awesome. and he- they're nice and heavy, and they got like you said, good colors and really good pop. Really good. I wish we would have had those on Sunday. Exactly. 
I know Marlon. When was the last time you fished a spinner? I'm like, Sunday, dude. You were there. <laughs> we all were there. It was a long time oh, ago. A long time ago. But no, those are going to be gorgeous. Thank what do you, you. think? What do you, what's uh, anything else? Like, what do you got coming up? What do you think? What do you think for this whole year? Is it going to be I, fun? I am surprised that we still can't get the supply chain out. So as this, this sounds redundant from somebody that sells product there, if you see something on the shelf, if you find something in stock, get it before it's too late. Do not wait till the day before you go out fishing. It's, it's the same thing as last year. Just as Jordan pointed out there, you want to, you want to walk down to the store and grab it the day before. If you don't have it, you will not have it. Mm-hmm. So make sure you plan ahead. And I know you get a lot of talk from people like, so for this year, there's been quite a few fish caught. Like, honestly, it's probably been one of the better, probably earlier starts. Yeah. And I know you get a lot of feedback from a lot of people. What would you say is the best triangle flasher going on right now? Oh, geez. Uh-huh. I'm like, I'm going to try to get something good out of him. I know, he, I know he knows. All right. So the one that the, the, supposedly the hallucinator works well, but like I told you, I won't fish that one. No. <laughs> Why? Be- because, Why won't you fish it? Because my beautiful, supportive wife actually came up with the color there. And I know that if I ever catch a fish on that one, that I will never hear the end of it. So anybody else on my boat can use it, but I can't do it. But supposedly that one works well. I like the old tried and true. My chartreuse hunter is is absolutely amazing, but you cannot beat the sweet abbey or the electric pole dancer. Oh They've just God. been tried and true, the pinks and the oranges. I'm sorry. <laughs> and then some guides like to use all chrome on there. One or two of them have, have been using that. There you go. Now you're talking. Because sweet abbey is my kryptonite. I can put that in my boat. I mean, and I watch. I mean, you're out there watching. I watch every other boat in the world, like, I mean, when a guy has a fish on, you're all everyone's watching. Him. Oh yeah, that's why your that's why your flasher sells so well because they see that color. It's the sweet Abbey color, and it's just flashing in the air as they're netting a fish. And so I know damn good and well, guys rip them on that color. And I'll put a couple of those in my spread. Nope, <laughs> it's, my well up. it's my kryptonite. <laughs> but I mean, I but I probably see more fish caught on that damn color. So there's anywhere else. The, the places that I fish, I the Sweet Abbey does not fish well. But if I were to go downriver two, two and a half miles, that's the hot flasher. What, why do you think that is? No idea. There is no, there's no inlets coming in. There's no creeks coming in. I cannot explain it. The water temperature is the same. It it's, is, it's just the way it is. It's just the way that it is. <laughs> you yeah. yeah, you can tell. You can tell just by, by the way it is. You can tell by the way it is. <laughs> Any last tips, advice? Before we let you out of here, let you out of the hot seat, tell us something cool. Keep your bait in the water as long as you can. There you go. The fish don't bite if it's not wet. That's why we went today, right? That's right. You got to try. <laughs> we were just as wet as the fish. That, yeah, that's true. It was a it was a cold one out there. And one last announcement before we leave you guys today. We are still running a big promotion on the Addicted.Fishing website, and it is $5 bags of steelhead worms. So $5 bags, buy five, get one free, and that's going to end March 7th. So get to the website, get those worms while they're still there, and go have some fun steelhead fishing. There's still time. And honestly, you know what, like JT said, get them while we have the colors now. Get them for that, and guess what? Summer steelhead like worms, too, because we're going to be fishing steelhead, I think. <laughs> I think we're going to catch summer yeah. steelhead finally. I think it's going to be a good year all around. So, yes. And one last thing, guys. Wait, before you guys go, we have the Central Oregon Sportsman Show in Redmond on March 12th. It's honestly going to be this Saturday if you're hearing this podcast when it's fresh out. 
We are doing our first bash since COVID. And if you guys have been to our bashes before, you know we do seminars, giveaways, meet and greets, Q&As with everybody. We're all going to be down there hanging out from 3 to 5 p.m. on Saturday at that sportsman show. And, and this so is a really you guys good one that. for the whole family. Sorry to cut oh, you for off. Sure. But we're going to be talking trout, salmon, and steelhead. So if you're anywhere from the central Oregon coast all the way up, this is going to be your show to go to because it's going to be a really fun bash. And, yeah. and we're all going to be there to hang out again. And let us know if you heard that from on this podcast, guys. Yes. Really cool to know. So we will now let you go and see you next time.